Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. And it is he that made us. And not we ourselves. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. And bless him. And bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. And it is he that made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you today. Lord, we do applause your word. We clap hands, Lord, to applause the truth. Lord, we clap our hands just like we've just won in the biggest thing that we could ever win. We clap our hands when we give praise to something that we like because the victory has been won. And God, we clap our hands and we rejoice and we do these things that's been laid before us today because we know that you are a good God. You're a God that don't ever leave us, Lord, and you don't ever forsake us. God, and you're a present help. Lord, you sent your son to die. But Lord, not only with all of that, Lord, you put a Holy Ghost down inside of us that you made our way easy. Lord, you said my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Take upon me. Take upon yourself this yoke. Take my yoke upon you. Take that mercy and grace upon you. Take the freedom from the blood of Jesus on you. Take, take forgiveness. Leave this place today without that yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Learn of me today. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for another day. The God that you woke us up and you blessed us with. Lord, I need a miracle this week. Lord, as I hear Patricia talk about a mother with that cancer, we need a miracle. But Lord, we know that God, that you're still in the miracle working business. We need a miracle, Lord. We need it so bad. Lord, we need a miracle, Lord. Just shine down. Lord, if you can talk to her right now, she would say the Lord's in control. Lord's in control. He's got all this and everything's going to be fine. Lord, she, she would encourage us, Lord, as we could talk to her. God, we would say, she would say those things. She, would, she knows the heaven's in sight. Lord, and do that work in that family that only, only you can do.
And Lord, as I think about my friend Phil White, Lord, I've seen him the other day. Lord, he needs a miracle. Lord, he's told me, Eddie, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready if that's what the Lord has. I'm ready. But Lord, if you just want to choose just to rain down right there and show a miracle, like to show your power if you want to do that. God, we know that every one of us is going to be better in glory. We know that every one of us in glory, we're not going to have no sickness time, not going to ever run out. It's real. We know that. But Lord, if you're waiting on some people to come in faith and agreeing together for Phil White, Lord, we, we come here today and we, we do it that way. And Lord, we ask you, Lord, a prayer for Christy's daddy. Lord, Chris needs, Chris needs, he needs a healing. He needs a touch, Lord. There's, they really can't figure out exactly what it is. It don't seem the cancer that's giving him problems. He's got a gallstone, but where that's at, it ought not be giving him pain. Lord, he's been in a lot of pain in a way they ain't been able to sleep. Lord, we can't live without rest. Stress will just explode a heart. Lord, we need a miracle. And Lord, we don't come in these presence today. We don't come in this way today for no reason. We don't come because we don't have a God that loves us, that ain't protect us, that ain't provided for us. We come because, Lord, we got a lively hope, not only of salvation, because, but God, you're walking with us and you're talking with us and, you, and God, you're keeping us saved. God, your, your justification is just keep on turning every day. And God, we thank you for that. We praise you for that. Just be with us in a little short time that we have together today. And thank you for the people that's come to this building today. And for so many other churches that are having church right now, the preachers are preaching. And God, I just pray your blessings be on every church and every congregation, Lord. Meet those needs today. Show yourself powerful and we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 As we come, that we think about Psalms 100. And we think about things that God has told us to do to have as we think about how could you come into the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, uh, a lot of people, they will come and, and they will think about God's blessings too much. Maybe they, they've got their self on their mind and maybe they're going through some things. And sometimes, you know, we have to encourage one another when we're down, they lift us up. When, when, when we, we down, we, we lift them up. And so that's just the way it is. That's what the body is supposed to do. But this morning, I want us to, if we can, with all the troubles that we got, and I know life's full of trouble, but if we can, if, if we can, and, and it's a hard thing. You want to tell you somebody you love, you love yourself. You make sure you do what you like to do. You don't really want nobody to order your food for you. They may put the wrong thing on your cheeseburger. They may put some cauliflower or something. I don't like cauliflower. I'm glad you love it, but I don't like it. And I can't imagine somebody put some cauliflower or whatever that stuff is. They got a big knot on the end. It's hard on the stem and, and they pour cheese all of it. And, and Tim, you can pour all the Velveeta cheese you want to on cauliflower. I, I don't like it. I don't want it. I want some brown beans and cornbread and real cream potatoes and a just give me a hamburger steak or something and give me a ketchup bottle where I can pour it all over it. That's what I like. But if we can get our minds off ourselves just a minute and think about how in the world could we get God's attention. We talked about habitations last week and how Scripture come to me said he inhabits the praise of his people. God's a jealous God. He's all human. I believe his whole dying on the cross of Calvary. I believe all that he done, he, when he said, my grace will be sufficient. He 
It's in my grace I call them to worship me. My grace I call them to, to come. And Wednesday night, we hadn't finished that message, but we will. And Wednesday night, I, I, I'm preaching about some things that God's real serious about. First thing I told the folks, we didn't even get past this one. He cares how you treat sinners. I said, he cares how you treat lost people. He cares what kind of attitude you got. Better than anything, they know your attitude before you ever get there. I've heard it said one time, more attention do they pay to what you do than what you say. I'm going to tell you something. It was God's love and God's grace and God's goodness that brought me to repentance. It's in the book. And if you're going to be effective for Jesus, it's going to have to be because of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. And when you go to somebody, if they don't see you love them, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. You got to have the Holy Ghost see that. You got to have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, now listen to me. I know, may lose a few more, but we'll gain them down the road. Acts 1.8 says these words. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now that sounds like Greek to you, maybe. What? Turn over there. Acts 1.8. Put it up on there. I'm telling you the truth. I've got no reason to lie to you about this. Acts 1.8. You, that means we without power. That means if you're just religious, these things seem strange. <laughs> oh, seeing glory, there ain't going to be no preaching. You ain't got to worry about that. But you're going to have to worry about nuts like Billy Lemons running over you. No, you ain't. Because ain't nobody, ain't no non, mm, I got to watch how I put, I hurt so many people's feelings. You know what the Bible said, Larry said, said, I desire to give you me. Thank you, Brother Larry, for letting me run by you the other day and, and just hit you. Say, why ain't you standing up, man? Why? Because me and Larry didn't have to call, and Renee, we didn't have to call on the Lord before. See, we done been down where the devil says, well, that's got him. We done been down. I'm talking about where they got your pen, Brother Sammy, like Uncle Buddy used to go to that wrestling and, and they rubbed the floor, you know, and, and they, they hit it and they one, two. It seems so long, but Sammy, can you remember when they? Some of y'all may be so, Brother Tim Kelly, you know what I'm talking about. They throw that, ro- that foot up on that rope. <laughs> that man done to come down just like the devil, Brother Randy. He, he, done, he done hit the last time, but, but the referee, his opponent, he, the man that was pinned, but the man was coming down and held him. He, he tapped him on the shoulder. Now, I'm trying to get you in a spiritual realm. Y'all supposed to figure that out for yourself. How many times has the devil done had you pinned? I said, how many times has he done had you down? But the Lord in all of his goodness and his mercy. Sit down a minute. 
We can't get too excited. Oh, boy, when I think about all them times, you go way back when you was a child and how God kept you. I'm here to tell you, my brother run over me with a little 80, 80 in Ford, had a disc on the back. That thing, when it goes up and down, the disc touches the ground. I was riding up on the front with a little radiator cow, Brother Harris. That tractor just going up and down. I was acting like I was riding a bull. <laughs> For I noted, I guess that 80 in Ford had more bucking than I thought. I found myself off the tractor. When he stopped, the back wheel had run over me, and I was between the back wheel and the disc. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You don't know nothing about that, but that ain't much room. Is it, Brother Harris? Not with an eight and four, and it barely will lift the disc. And you know, we put the heaviest one we could get on there to plow up the garden. I'm telling you, God's goodness, when the devil doesn't come down, he doesn't pat it down. Thank God for God. But a religious spirit, you'll sit there this morning, you'll just be looking. It ain't facing you. But I come to tell you, after you done gone through all this, and the Bible said it rains on the just and unjust. I'm talking about I was lost and undone when God was blessing me. I didn't even, I, when I went to church, I didn't know nothing about no Holy Ghost at that time. But God loved me even when I was on the other side of grace. When I was on the other side of mercy, God loved me. I want to share some things that I'm about done. <laughs> Amen. You got to yield to God's word. Yes. See, you won't understand uh, over in John, the first chapter. John, the first chapter, it, it reads these words. You think about, I'm reading that word to you today and you looked at it, but it, but it didn't mean nothing. But I want to show you something, what, what, what it does. I have to go the other way to find John. Oh, that's another message right there. <laughs> You got two coming, but maybe I'll just preach one. Well, look what John 1 says. In the beginning was the Word. Well, I read to you twice. It wasn't just something that I read in a Peter Pan story. It was, it's God. It said in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was God. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So when we read the Word, it's God talking to us. <laughs> Another thing. We got to yield to God's goodness. And I've got a verse for that, but I can share it with you. It would go right along with it was the goodness of God that brought us to repentance. Another thing we got to yield to, we got we to yield to God's greatness, to God's power. And Jeremiah 32, 27 said, is there anything too big for God? I ask you this morning, if God, the Bible said, if God before you, who? Who can be against you? It doesn't make no difference. He, he, he said there's no weapon formed can come against you and prosper. They, they come, but at the name of Jesus, the Bible says that even the demons in hell tremble at that name. That's a great God. That's a great God. You know, when I was thinking about this message, I, I, a, a thing I was read ever since Billy Graham had passed away, I've been reading something about him every week. And I didn't know that it would go along with the message this morning. But the word as I come to go back through these verses is the word protocol. What Psalms 100 is, is a protocol to worship. Now the word protocol means, it means kind of a, 
a diplomatic way, a right way that you've got to come. Now, let me explain it to you this way. As Brother Samuel said, I could do this. When I go down the interstate, Ford Construction can't just make up their mind tomorrow as big a company as they are to set up some signs and say, you need to, we're going to be closed the interstate down. You've got to get off the exit, whatever, and go down the other side. They can't block off the interstate as big a company as they are without protocol. Oh, they got a first thing. He said, they got a call for it for three weeks in advance. See, it's got to go by a way that even the governor of Tennessee has signed off. This will be the way that the interstate, the only way that you can direct traffic another way, the only way to do that on I-40 is you got to go by protocol. Now, there's a lot of people. Now, they don't believe in the protocol of God when it comes to worship. Do you hear me? Now, I understand. Now, here's what they would say. They would say, well, Brother Eddie, the reason why you that way is because they raised you in a Pentecostal church and your mom and daddy is to blame for you being so rough on us the way you are. <laughs> but I want to tell you something. 45 years ago, I heard them sing the song, The King is Coming. And it's just as true today as it was 45 years ago. There was a difference in that day, though. 45 years ago, we didn't have the cell phones we were trying to get on. We asked the youth yesterday this question. When we got the youth for the first time that I know of, we said, we're here to have fellowship with you. Whole lot of things. Fellowship's important. These ladies were working hard on Wednesday night. If you ain't been on Wednesday night, we got food and we got fellowship and they, they have to do a whole lot to get all that ready. And I told them Wednesday night, I said, listen, y'all get all that ready and just set it out. I, I went to a, big, a whole lot bigger church than this church and they, they just set it out, let the folks get it for themselves. You ain't got to sit in here and baby them folks. They know where it is. They'll see where it is. Y'all ain't got to worry. Come on out and fellowship with us. I said something to Billy Lemons. He said, I want to do the same thing. I said, I don't blame you. <laughs> Fix it and set it out. But I'm going to tell you something. When it comes time to come to worship, and the Bible says, there was a time, and this may be where you're at, that they worshiped me because it was a certain building. That's why. And it was the right thing to do. And they come and they offer sacrifices and then they, and then they worship. That's what they did. And so anyway, he said, but now I'll tell you. He said, there's coming a time that that's not going to be the case no more. He said, there's going to be some true worships, worshipers. He said, when they worship me, they're going to worship me in truth. Now, when I read all that about the Lord, he is good. And we go back and I go back through that. Just tell me what, ain't, what is in Psalm 100 that ain't true. Has he not been good to you? Has he not been gracious to you? But I understand. I understand. Me as a pastor of this church, you want to hold Herbert and Louise Martin that they messed me up. Oh as a lost person, to hear them men in that corner, Brother Sammy, that little classroom, in there praying and rumbling. 
Oh, I can remember when we started the church up on East Main. We as men would be laying on our faces before God. Look how far we're going. Boy, he just snatching a penny a gallon. He just snatching a penny a gallon. Then we just run in here and we think we're going to worship him. No, I want to tell you, if there's protocol to sit down, shut down I-40, if you have to go through things to shut down I-40, brother, I want to tell you, honey, I want to tell you something. There's protocol. If you aren't in the presence of the Lord, you ain't going to get there just anyway. You quit saying you went and worship God when you know you ain't. Amen. Worshiping him. Yeah. I'll tell you something close. Some of y'all ain't had no grandbaby yet. You wait till you have your first grandbaby. Yeah. Sister Sherry, me and you can tell you about it. Oh, you just wait till you have your first one. I mean, they done at the hospital, they done cleaned that glass that looks in on them babies. We're going to be, you're going to be able to put your nose all over that glass. And your old greasy skin all over that, all over that glass. You, you looking in there and you just kissing the glass. You just, oh, you just all over. What a mess. Oh, don't you, don't, don't you think that if we could do that, press it when that little baby comes. Oh, it's going to be a hoot nanny. It, it, it's going to be a who left the dogs out. Oh. Brandon, you're going to have pictures like you've never seen. I mean, you get on my phone and I'm looking for something and somebody would look another day and, and I was just a flipping, you know, and they said, what's all them babies? I said, that's Josie. And I, I, I'm trying to get to something used to be important. And now we, we just swapping pictures back and forth. Let me tell you something. If you think you can make that big fuss over that baby that you got right there, Patricia, how much more we make, make a fuss off the one that got to here? I don't want to take much time, but there's protocol. Don't say you worship. There's protocol. I wonder how many of us really come to worship. I wonder how many of us. I've been guilty. I just hope it don't go too long. I thank the Lord that last night, yesterday, early, as I had the youth, got a call. And my grandson had had a wreck over in Kentucky. Looks like the car may be totaled out. Brother Jalen was with him. It wasn't nobody but the Lord. You get in about 7.30 this morning. It was the Lord that kept him. It was the Lord that kept him. See, I could have been way over yonder in Kentucky somewhere today. They went further than that. I think they were just going through Kentucky to get where they was going. He could have been dead. I'm sure there's people died over a little old fender bender. That little old place right there on the side of your head hit a little thing. They said it didn't have a scratch on them nowhere, just right there, and they're gone. Oh, but the Lord. I said, let me tell you something. If you can't think of nothing to praise him for right now, think down the road somewhere. Said, Lord, I want to stay. I want to go on. Come on, Barbara Flores. You know what I'm talking about. Lord, I want to store up a little bit. <laughs> Woo! Lord, I ain't got no grandbaby yet. But I tell you what I want to do. I want to store up a little bit. I, I want to go on and go through the protocol now. Yeah. Brother Larry Jacobs, Sister Hulene. 
is your brother gets up and claps his hands. Yes. I remember, Sister Hulene, you coming in the door and said, we need to pray for Larry. He ain't doing good, Brother Eddie. Larry, your sister loved you. Amen. She wanted to make sure we didn't forget you in prayer. Now, to see him just got up back there. Huh? Had cancer. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 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 You know why I do that? Because it's real likely one of y'all is going to get cancer one day too. And I want to go through the protocol, Brother Larry Fitz, this morning. Whatever protocol I got to go through for God to know that I'm real serious about saying thank you, Lord. I want to go through whatever protocol. If he wants me to get down there and try to do 15 uh, 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 jumping jacks, if the Bible said, look, Eddie, if you want to get in my presence, you do 15 jumping jacks, you do 17 sit-ups, I'm going to do the very best I can. Go run around the church and holler like an Indian. I'd do it if the Bible said to do it. You want to get in God's presence? You quit telling, saying them churches that you was in that shouted was crazy. Amen. The Bible said, how can any two walk together except they agree? You know what I choose to agree with? I choose to agree with Psalms 100. And if we want to do protocol, we want to get in God's presence, I want to tell you what it says. But I'm going to tell you something. First thing you've got to do for that protocol, you've got to yield to God's word. If that word don't matter, if that don't word don't matter, oh, I'm getting in trouble again, Ray. If that word don't matter, then don't, don't ever clap your hand. Thank God for your clap. That's a start. <laughs> Amen, Brother Randy. That's a start. You get to clap in your hand. God will honor that. Nod your head at me. God will honor that. Raise your hand if you can't get up. God will honor that. <laughs> Send a note up here, man. I can't get up, but I want to tell you, hand it out front somewhere. <laughs> Wouldn't it be something, Brother Harris, you, you hollering over at a, uh, Jason Cox. I said, hey, Jason. Hey. Somebody sitting behind you said, that old man needs to shut up. <laughs> hey, Jason. Finally, Jason turned around. He handed him a note. <laughs> and Brother Eddie. <laughs> Woo, here's a note from you. Brother Harris couldn't get up this morning, but he said, Brother Eddie, I heard about the time from heaven. I know, I remember when I was dead, my heart quit beating and the Lord didn't come through. We're going to need him, Debbie. We're going to need him again. I'm looking all over you there, healthy in body. But today you may be like Houston and Jalen was yesterday. How do I know this afternoon? This afternoon, I'm not going to get a phone call. And I'm coming running, and the blue lights are flashing. And I walk up on the scene, and you're looking at me eyeball to eyeball. I said, we ain't got but one choice, son. We ain't got but one choice. It ain't good. Oh, by earthly standards, it ain't good. But if the word don't mean nothing... That's fine. You just go on with that. The Bible said you want to be ignorant. 
You just be ignorant. It, even, it says close, ain't it? It said, if you want to be lost, you be lost. But I'm talking about I, I ain't completely ignorant. I'm telling you, there's going to be some more y'all. I don't know who the next one's going to be. I don't know that you're going to be gone. And I'm going to tell you why. If you guys said, I can't take it, I can't go on. You're at a place and you got it all worked out for the rest of your life. But all of a sudden, your mate done died. All of a sudden, your house done burned down. All of a sudden, one of your children has got some kind of disease. Who are you going to call? Well, that's protocol, Brother Larry. There was a song used to be sung, and I'm almost through. I done said that three times, four times. Listen to me. There's protocol. There's protocol. There used to be a song that said, Let's just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just lift our hands toward heaven and praise the Lord. I went to church one time. They didn't change the song. They probably must have had some visitors somewhere down the line, Brother Harris. Said they done took it literally. <laughs> they done took the song literally. We don't raise hands in this place. <laughs> We're going to have to change it to hearts. Oh, but what they didn't know, that worship comes and starts in the heart. Sister Brenda Castle, I'm here to tell you, if it ever gets in your heart, them hands won't have no problem. <laughs> them feet won't have no problem. I tell you, that mouth won't have no problem. It says, Zach said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let me finish these two things and I'm going to quit. Billy Graham said he knew a man. I wrote down his name. His name was, his name was Raymond E-D-M-A-N. I'm going to say Edmund. For my, it's a different way of saying it, but from what I know, Edmund's right here. E.D., he was a missionary. He was a college president. And he was a very good friend of Billy Graham's. And Billy Graham said he was the most un unforgettable Christian that he ever met. And he died preaching a message on worship. And what he was using for the example is he went to the king of Ethiopia, and he had to, he was going to do several meetings at that place, and there was strict protocol for him to be able to have a meeting with the king of Ethiopia. And he was explaining Psalms 100 to the people of all the strict things that he had to go through just to have a meeting with the king of Ethiopia. I don't care how many times that you say you've gotten saved. The Bible says in Acts 1-8, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. And something else with that power, you're going to receive some knowledge. You're going to receive some knowledge that really in and of yourself, there's no good thing in you. That it was, it's the Lord that makes you. It's the redemption plan of the Holy Ghost, the blood that was shed on Calvary at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burns of my heart was rolled away and it was there by faith I received my sight. There's protocol. You listen to me. 
You got to go get licensed a certain way if you're going to drive certain things. There's protocol. You got to do that. You got to abide by it. Just to drive vehicles up and down the highway, there's protocol. This man died in the pulpit trying to explain about worship. He died telling them there's protocol and the protocol of this missionary, this college president, this man that would go to the lowly place, but he could be in the high places too, was tell them there's protocol if you want to be in the presence of the Lord. And Ed, by him preaching God's true word, as harsh as it may be, it went on to say that they, they took his message and scoffed it. They scoffed him and they ridiculed him for preaching on worship. I can't imagine a more damnable thing for you to do than to make fun of somebody that's in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I can't imagine a more damnable thing that you'll ever do to try to ridicule or try to put down or make light of worship when we'll do whatever we got to do, Brother Sammy, in this world that we're living in. We'll go through protocol. We'll realize we can't do it by ourselves. We'll realize there's a certain way we got to do it and we got to abide by it. But we walk into churches after God done been so good. And I'm almost through. Brother Larry Jekyll, I won't ever forget the day that the Lord laid on my mind. And Kenneth, you went with me with them two grandboys of yours. And me and Keelan and Cal walked in the door. Brother Kenneth. And I'm going to tell you something. Larry Jekyll was a poor man on that day. He was poor. His shoulders had gone way up. He was poor. He was poor just like the one that me and you visit this week and Carl, you visit. He was poor sitting in that chair. But when I look at him today, somebody had gave me a pair of boots and the Lord said, them ain't your boots. Them are Larry Jacob's boots. And I gave them to him right in the beginning of his sickness. That devil said, he'll never wear them boots. I said, devil, you are. You're a boot liar. <laughs> Two Sundays ago, here he come walking out front. He said, don't these boots look good? I said, they, they look a whole lot. Three things you got to do to be a worshiper. And I'm going to read this and we're going to go. Thank you for coming today. You got to yield to God's word. For this word to mean anything to you, you got to yield to it. For it to make any sense, you're going to have to yield. You've got to give over to it. And I don't want to either. You've got to yield to God's goodness for you to be a worshiper. And you've got to yield to God's greatness and God's power. And you've got to realize that in Jeremiah 33, 27, there ain't nothing too big for God. And that brings us back to Psalms 100. And we've had a wonderful day. That Holy Ghost was so thick on this stage a while ago. I know Renee was looking at me and said, we're we crazy to stop this. I'm thinking there'll come a day we won't never have to stop. <laughs> you know how they have them booths for folks? <laughs> They're going to have Christ Church a booth over in Glory Land. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, set it up somewhere. Set it up somewhere. 
I'm telling you, we are everybody in glory going to want to worship. We're going to have a booth. We're going to praise the Lord. Look what it says to us. This is protocol. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Well, now, Brother Eddie. I done heard it all. It says all ye lands. Don't it, Brother Larry? That don't exempt you because you of a denomination that Herbert Louise wasn't part of. It said all ye lands, Brother Sammy. Yeah, Brother Sammy, like rubbing his hands. Y'all, I don't care if y'all want to do that. I, I can understand that kind of worship. Yeah, you hear me? Oh, ain't it good? Woo, ain't it good? It's like, let me have a bat. Put it in my hand. Give me a chance. Make a joyful north unto the Lord. All your lands, make. 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 If you got to have another tambourine, just all y'all bring one. If I got a cramp in your leg and you think it's going to be the next week, after I'm going to tell you, eat some bananas first. <laughs> I'm being unstarted something around here, Brother Harrison. and we have another jam, won't we, huh? <laughs> we'll be in that room in there. I appreciate y'all trying to keep me straight, Brother Harris. <laughs> you got these kids running, and it was. It done got dangerous. I look by, I, I understand. Uh, I, I thought we would go on the experience of, Everything to glory. If everybody had the Holy Ghost, and they, they pee early. We got to pray for some folks. Some folks have to get up 14 times. They don't even get here good and they're going out again. Bless them. No, it's all good. If you got to go pee, you got to go pee. I, cowboy kind of guy, brother. Man, if you got to go, you got to go. Good gracious. Shut up, Brother Eddie. So I'm going to get in trouble. I almost told him, bring one of them things. You know, you blow on that thing. You squeal on that thing. makes a loud noise. Wah! Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands. Sir. Look what it says, sir. You still serving him? Protocol. It's protocol. Make a joyful noise. It's protocol. Serve the Lord with gladness. Oh, these folks around there the other night, Thursday night, when they were glad to be here. It was some hard stuff. They laid with it all in. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Oh, I, I won't never get out of the picture. Of a, oh, my. It ain't lyric. Huh? Your name. Skylar and Presley and about 10 more. I was in there working on this thing and I heard a commotion in the hallway and they done, they done put that blue thing with them tassels on it and I'm done. I, I'm just done as I can be. Look, and, and they done put that and they got these glue dots they's putting up and it was heavy enough, wasn't it Sister Gail and Crystal? It was heavy enough to hang that frizzle stuff. What's it called? Sparkles Garland. But when they got to loading it down, yeah. <laughs> Sammy, I'm preaching right here now. See that, that little old 
where they got them sticks and they leading you and they all look so pretty. It, it'll, it'll, it'll do, Brother Carl Naylor, just on a regular day. <laughs> Woo! But when you really get down, you don't mind somebody grabbing a hold of your head, Sister Margaret Mitchell, and shaking you a little bit and go to shouting in your bedroom. <laughs> Boy, they went to Holland. It's falling, it's falling. You ought to see them lying the wall. <laughs> Looked like 50 down through there. I couldn't even work a ladder in there. It's falling. It's all coming down, all that hard work they done done. Brother Doug, it was coming down. Where's he? He had to go. It was falling. It was falling. It was falling. I ran to and looked at it. Holy Spirit said, get the staple gun. <laughs> well, I feel the Holy Ghost even in that. I'm telling you, a little arrow staple gun. Oh, me. I didn't want to have to repaint because we're going to have to put him off. But there ain't no way I wasn't going to go through a little bit. It's sheetrock, sheetrock's putted. It was bigger gaps than that when it was born, when it was made the first time. I, boy, I was going on something else right there. I don't let me even go there. I'm here to tell you. If God could take care of it when it had gouges in it, when we done cut out where it was loose in the place, go to hanging sheetrock at the forklift and got it. Don't tape over a loose spot. It ain't going to do nothing but bubble. You're going to have to gouge it all out. And the homeowner said, what did you do that for? So it'll be able to finish out right. See, David, that's what we all don't want. We don't want God coming up in there and willing out that little spot. So I'm going to have to cut that out. I'm going to have to cut that little anger out of there. I'm going to have to cut that little jealousy out of there. I'm going to have to cut that little pride out of there. Hmm. Oh, Skylar was holding it. Let me have it, Skylar. I got it. <laughs> you may go to house and keep going. If it ain't broke, boy, she go to the next place. Live that. Oh, coming this morning, this hole is tight. Everything's fine. All you need is some Holy Ghost staples put in you. That's right. I don't care how many times you go down, how many times you go through that water. When that word don't mean nothing to you. Huh? You want everybody to spend special attention to you, but you don't want to spend no special attention to them. I'm telling you, this thing is far cry from a play game to me. I appreciate them youth I cared yesterday. They were so reverent. They were so respectful. We done. Brother Sammy just hit me in the head if I don't quit this time. He said, serve the Lord with gladness. Serve him with gladness. Are you still serving God? Come before his presence with singing. Do you sing out there? Huh? Do you sing? Know ye that the Lord is good. Do you know it? It is he that made us. Do you not know that you didn't make yourselves? The next verse says. We are his people. If you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, the Holy Ghost would have told you, but we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. And he's a good shepherd, ain't he? He said, he said okay, enter to his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise, protocol, and be thankful unto him, protocol, and bless his name, protocol, for the Lord he is good, and his mercy is everlasting. And praise God. All these grandchildren we got. 45 more years from now. 
Oh, man, I'll be about 100 in preaching y'all. I'll be over 100. I know. No. Yeah, I'll be over 100. Judy, you know you're the same age I am. About 104, 105. Uh, let me say 103. Sound better. His mercy is going to be still enduring. I'm going to still be shouting. He's the same God. I'm still going to be grateful, same God. I'm still going to be praising, same God. Somebody's still going to be putting stuff up for vacation Bible school deal. I want to say this. There was going to be a list. That's okay. We'll work it out. We're going to get you a shirt. We want everybody to have a shirt that's going to be working in vacation Bible school. So we look the same. If you hadn't gave yet to Christy and Chad and Chloe and Kaylee, uh-uh, Christy and Chloe and Kaylee, they're going to be going to on a mission trip. We got, we got $1,000 and we got a, we need $5,100. That's okay. It's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. I, mean, I don't want you to be burdened. If it's a burden, don't, don't do it. <clears throat> but if you want to do that, they're going on a mission trip. I thought about that with a mission deal and we need to get that road out to him. But uh, <clears throat> it's going to happen. But anyway, if you want to be blessed and you want to give to that, <clears throat> that'd be fine. We've got $4,100 more that we need in that. Are you glad that you were in the house of the Lord today? And I want to say thank you again for your giving to the youth. We got more than enough uh, funds right now. We don't only use it for a youth trip, but we got youth activities like yesterday. It's a lot to do. Thank all y'all for, for coming. For coming. Is there anybody in here today that you want to just bow your head where you are? And you just realize today that the Lord